Welcome to Radically Distinct Radio with Jen Morgan. Radically Distinct Radio bridges the worlds of brand marketing and professional development to help you take control of your future and build your brand to accomplish your goals. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself to launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Radically Distinct Radio provides insights for how to show up in the world as your most powerful brand. As a brand strategist, advertising producer, and business coach, Jen Morgan has 15 years' experience helping individuals, teams, and companies create stories that inspire action. Her RAD method empowers people to be radically distinct by giving them a framework for perceiving their brand and expressing their value that sets them in a class of their own. Now, she brings the RAD method to the airwaves to help you maximize your brand power to produce results. Here's your host, Jen Morgan. Hey, everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome. It is so great to have all of you tuning us in and turning us on. Love, love, love doing it. And, you know, part of what we get to do here is we get to chat with some of the most incredible people. For those of you out there, this is Radically Distinct Radio. Jen Morgan is in the house. Yes, Radically Distinct Radio. Be your most powerful brand. Access your passion today is what we're talking about. Jen, of course, is the creator of Radically Distinct, but also the Rad Method. Uh, And what we're talking about is how she identified how to go about being radically distinct. Hence, you have the Rad Method. But beyond all of that, she's somebody that shows up in the world to help other people show up in the world. Not just show up in the world in a kind of, yeah, mediocre, I'm doing okay kind of way. No, radically distinct way. That's how it is. That's what she does. And if you take a look at the world that she's developed out of, you know, 15 years in businesses, helping people, working for large corporations, you know, identifies with some of the most powerful brands we know of today. And, you know, here she is looking at uh, how she wants to be in the world now and says, wait a minute, wait a minute. Not only can these companies be radically distinct, but so can you. And so this is what we've done. She's identified, you know, pillars of the RAD method. And today, one of my favorite things to talk about is passion. You know, what is it and what it's not? That's what you're going to hear from her today. Not only is it the first pillar of what, you know, the RAD method stands for, but without it, you'll hear what might show up in your life. Jen, great to have you. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. (laughs) So this is now like a couple of shows under your belt with us here. Yes. Okay. Tell us what's going on. How many people have you met? What's going on out there in Radio Land for you? Oh, I'm getting so much attention. I love it. It's wonderful. I have a new friend. His name is Joe Saviano from New York City. Um, We've been talking. He's been asking questions online. And if you have any questions, you can find me over on Twitter at Jen Morgan Brand. Um, also, my friend Ken Polson at uh, Wolfson Digital, I, I call him my most loyal and active listener because every time anything comes out about the show, he's on it. <laughs> cool. And also, I just want to, before we get started, I wanted to say congratulations to Keith Anker, who's the producer of the podcast aspect of, of this radio show. He just had a baby. <gasps> yeah. So nice. Exciting. His name is um, uh, James. The James. baby's name is James? The baby's name is James. Very sweet. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. A lot of, lot, of, lot of things given birth here, huh? <laughs> yeah. You know, in all sorts of forms about what birth is like and how to do that, including you. Including me. I know. Yeah. What do you think about this passion topic today? You know, I, I, when I started to write on the passion topic, I was surprised at how easy it was. I know. Isn't that fun? Yeah. You know, it's sort of something I stress out about a lot of different things. But this one was the one that came out pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it does. And it's easy when when it comes from you, because, you know, part of this is really, you, you know, looking at what you do and helping other people. And this is really the bedrock for yeah. it. Yeah. You know, this is that thing. And, you know, you did not know this, but this is a live calling show. And if people are listening to it and they would like to call in for the show today. Uh, Benny's great at picking that phone up. I mean, I don't <laughs> think they'll even get off of the phone with Benny to come in, actually. But they can call in, 1-800-930-2819. That is our toll-free number. That thing's been with us for, like, a lot of years. 1-800-930-2819. All right, let's talk about passion. And, you know, uh, you know, to begin with, you know, the RAD method for people that missed the last show you know, tell people a little bit about what that is. And let's talk about how passion got to be the first pillar, what it is. Okay, so the RAD method is a brand development strategy for maximizing your power to produce results. And it has a very broad application. You can use it in business for for a lot of different things, such as executive leadership development, their ability to have a perception of who they are and the impact that they make, as well as sales and marketing performance. And it also has a as usage in life aspects. So you can use it to develop your career or to completely redesign your lifestyle. But although it has a broad application, it has a very specific focus, which is to increase the rate at which you build relationships, one connection at a time. And what makes it unique amongst other brand development strategies out there is that it's based on how humans interact naturally and and, um, and how do we bring ideas to life how do we as people bring ideas to life and I have found that that is different than just having like a great idea that you develop in a boardroom yeah. it's something that you know you're interacting with individuals and their belief about what they can do either empowers them to take the next step or holds them back I love this topic because I love the RAD method because, you know, what it does, it really opens up doors for people both mentally, spiritually, and physically. It opens those doors up for them to see the world of possibilities. Uh, without passion, though, I mean, we tend to run into a, a number of roadblocks that don't necessarily need to be there. So what is passion? What does it mean? And, you know, how can people identify when it's missing in their lives? Okay, well, passion is, oftentimes I hear people talk about passion as something outside of themselves, like my passion is music or my passion is helping people. Um, your passion really, if, it, if it's outside of yourself, then you're going to have a hard time getting motivated. <laughs> you know, so what, I like the quote by um, uh, Dirty Jobs guy. I'm sorry, I'm just like lost. His Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe, thank you. Mike Rowe, he says, Benny, you're the man. <laughs> saved me. Gotcha. Save. <laughs> Mike Rowe has this quote, and he says, Don't follow your passion, bring it with you. Mm. You know, so your passion is something yeah, that good. is within yourself. And when you can get access to it, you can inspire yourself. It's not about being inspired for something else. The other thing I think is that people often talk about losing their passion way too lightly. I mean, really, if you think about it, you're, if you lose your passion, what you're saying is you're losing your desire to live. Mm. I mean, that's, that's, that's a big deal. And if you've ever been depressed or you've ever really had a hard time with wanting to live, you know, you don't take losing your passion lightly. Yeah. 
So yeah. your, your passion is the emotional energy that you put in to what you do. Um, without it, it's like running on an empty take of gas. You're running on fumes. You're stuck in one or two emotions that are hard to get out of. And after a while, you really don't even know if you can get out of those emotions. You're just sort of stuck. Um, and when you are, when you're in touch with your passion, you're able to channel that into what you're doing. It's, it's like having a full tank of gas. There's a sense of ease to the things that you're doing. You can bring a sense of enthusiasm. And although things might be challenging or difficult, you can persevere much easier because you are able to move between a whole range of emotions that you have access mm -hmm. to and without disengaging, without cutting yourself off from the way that you feel about them in order to complete the job. Well, I mean, you also talk about the idea of, listen, we can identify what it looks like when you don't have passion, if you're walking around without it. I mean, clearly we have an epidemic, I believe, of that going on right now. You know, and I would love for you to talk about this because you said something really interesting. A lot of times we are comparing ourselves to other people mm -hmm. and we start to do that comparison uh, and all of a sudden we're deflated. You yeah. know, we feel deflated. What 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 is the impact of walking around here without passion? Well, I mean, I think what happens is that you're not really living on purpose. You're not doing mm -hmm. the things that you have the possibility to do, which after a while, I mean, I think we know what we want. Um, I don't think that we let ourselves know what we right, want. I and, get it. And that's our challenge a mm -hmm. lot of times. Mm -hmm. And so when we're not doing those things, then we end up sort of suppressing the way that we feel. Um, and we don't like to deal with things like depression or anxiety or all those what we call dirty feelings. And so after a while, those dirty feelings just pile up one on top of each other, one on top of each other. And then before you know it, you have this sort of um, pig pen like dark cloud hanging over top of yourself and then you don't really actually even know where that came from or how to get rid of it. And it's much easier to stay there. People mm. don't want to be around you. Um, and so now you're pushing people away from you. So now you have some idea for change and nobody really wants to talk to you because you don't <laughs> have a lot of close relationships. So it's this self-perpetuating thing where you feel bad about yourself and then you just keep feeling bad about yourself. And it just becomes this dark, gloomy aura. <laughs> well, yeah. And I think that, you know, part of this is looking at what the components of passion are. And you you've identified three aspects to passion. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, uh, and and I've got to imagine that you've gone through part of this in, in with yourself. I mean, your your whole journey has to have really at some point touched upon passion with it and without it. Otherwise, I don't think you'd be talking about it. what are the three aspects of passion? Well, the three aspects are uh, purpose perseverance and living truthfully. And yeah, you're right. I, I have actually, you know, well, some people will say to me, you know, if I could just bottle up a little tiny bit of the passion that you have, Jen, I would be so much more whatever. Um, and, you know, I think that that's, that's it's, uh, comparing yourself to me would be not a very good thing since that's what I do for a living. <laughs> um, however, I think that when you really want to take a look at how passion shows up in someone's life like mine, you know, I, I, in 2009, I, I produced a Coca-Cola campaign that was a pinnacle of my career. And it was, it's the honor to be able to work with a brand that big. And it, you know, it looks good on my resume. There's a lot of great things about it. But after that, I would just went into this really depression, just mm. this deep depression. And then right, right about that time, like I said, it was 2009, the recession hit. So I was feeling crappy about myself, and then everybody else around me started freaking out about the world. And before I knew it, I didn't even want to get out of bed. And, you know, when you're somebody who, you know, I've been independently employed for 15 years. At the time, it was like nine years or something like that. And I, I you know, you can't just not market. 
like that doesn't happen. You know, you don't you don't can't just go in and punch the clock. You're like all of a sudden just not getting out of bed is that's that's really you know detrimental to your livelihood. Yeah. So um, I you know after getting sick of myself. <laughs> And having a lot of people call me telling me about how their life was hard, I, I started a mastermind group. And in the mastermind group, I, I found that, you know, we all of us had lost touch with what really mattered to us. And I personally, you know, I had a purpose when I left college. It was to make ideas real. But the world around me had changed and I had changed. I had accomplished that goal. I was making ideas real at a big level. So I, I needed to change my purpose. I needed to adjust it. I needed to grow so I'm like being all upset because the world around me has changed and yet I actually have changed. And so once I realized that, I realized I had all these accomplishments that I had instead of seeing myself as going down a dead end path, which is what I think happens when you see that the world around you is changing. Maybe your career path is gone um, or you're in a job that you hate all of a sudden. <laughs> you just start looking at how bad your life is instead of looking at, you know what, I've grown, I've changed, I've developed, I've outgrown the situation. I need something new. And so that's what happened in the mastermind group. I just was like, oh, I have the opportunity to do a new purpose, you know. So I came up with a new purpose, which was to honor uniqueness uh, through creative communication on the leading edge with heart. And before I knew it, I was coaching people <laughs> who were transitioning uh, their businesses, trying to learn how to apply sales and marketing skills. And um, here I am with the RAD method, which honestly, right now, if you don't know what makes you it's not enough really to be different in the world. You mm -hmm. have to be radically distinct. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and this is part of the conversation. We're going to talk about these three aspects when we come back. We're going to talk about uh, a purpose. You know, and first of all, what, you know, what is purpose? What do we think purpose is? And why do we get so confused around purpose and passion? Well, Jen is in the house to really help us really clarify some of that. You know, some days you wake up, if you're me, and all you want to do is play ping pong. There are days like that. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, stay tuned, everybody. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with Jen Morgan, Radically Distinct Radio, everybody. Stay tuned. And by the way, like I said before, if you do have questions, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong. For the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease, we are not going to let you down. We're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio. The message will continue. The conversations will become stronger and the healing epic. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? 
Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit GlennaRice.com. There are so many resources out there for meditation. But did you know that Atana's Heart Earth Healing Meditation is available for you for free? Yes, that's right. You can receive this free healing meditation today from Atana Vadili. All you need to do is visit his website, atanamethod.com. That's A-T-A-A-N-A method.com and sign up. You will receive your free meditation instantly. That's atanamethod.com. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine, and my show is Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. When we're bogged down with our emotions, the hardships that plague us in our relationships, at work, our finances, we literally can't see the higher plane where we could be operating from. Tune in to Leslie Fontaine, Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Beyond being this amazing neurologist, inventor, author, Dr. Dan Cohen has been called to look at technology and look at personal and spiritual development and merge these together. His technology uses the healing and psycho-spiritual effects of synchronized sounds, vibrations, electromagnetic fields, and how that interacts with us in our nervous system in what we're calling the Soltech chair. The Soltec Lounge induces profound levels of relaxation that transition over time into deep meditative states. The synchronized sound vibration and magnetic field induce these states. The subject doesn't have to work at it. To learn more, go to soltecwellbeing.com. That's S-O-L-T-E-C, well-being. Thank you, Benny. Thank you for that. By the way, uh, I did get injured playing last week. I got a little bruise up here and a little, a little scabby thing going on in my eye. I you actually got hit. Huh? You got, you got I got hit by, by a ball. Yeah, you got tagged by an uh, overhand hit. I did. Really? <laughs> I did. Who I mean, you playing against? Uh, some guy. <laughs> yeah, I would have taken around the How dare you? I mean, think about it. Ball. I mean, how far off was his shot to hit me in my eye? Got some top spin on it. Talk about passion. <laughs> but, you know, I, I have to tell you, Jen, I sucked it up, made like nothing happened, didn't cry. Everybody, you could hear a pin drop because you could hear the ball hit my head because it hit me right here. But I sucked it up and I was like, okay, my point. <laughs> Game on. Game on. <laughs> Jen Morgan's in the house, radically distinct. That's me playing ping pong. Thank you, Benny, for that song. You know, we're going to talk to about a purpose right now. But before we do, how can people find out more about you? And certainly, how can they get to work with you? 
Well, you can find out more about me at jenmorgan.com. That's jen with two n's, morgan.com. And you can, there's a lot of different ways that you can work with me. The best thing to do is to go to the contact page and fill out a little bit about yourself, and then we'll find a time to talk. Yeah, we're talking about purpose now, capital P. Capital P. Not the little small one, right, that you just blow by. Uh, okay, tell us about that. And, you know, why is it a capital P? Well, I actually think purpose is both a capital P and a little p. Um, and I think they're both important. In fact, um, sometimes maybe the little p could be a little bit more important when it comes to actualizing your goals. Um, I, the way that I think about it is, well, purpose is the intention behind what you do. And capital P is that North Star. Uh, for many people, it's a very spiritual aspect, but it's really taking a look at how do you connect into something larger than yourself. So, you know, in marketing, that's what other groups of people also have similar affiliations that we could kind of get involved with the similar sentiment that they have going on. So we're not reinventing the wheel. Um, and in, you know, your personal life, it might be, you know, what are, what, why do I get up and go to work every day? Maybe it's I have a family. I want to take care of my family. It's no longer just about you individually. Or maybe you really want to make a big difference in your community and you want to run for office, right? So that big P actually is your North Star, and it's going to make you make different decisions about how you show up in the world that might not make any sense in the moment, but in the bigger picture totally makes sense. Well, I mean, the reason I love talking about this is because, you know, we don't really attach purpose with passion. I mean, we actually think that we should have purpose, and if it doesn't really relate to passion, we think we're going to be okay. But I think any of us that have had to work really hard to be expert in our field, right, um, it is really hard to grind through something, even if you know it is your purpose, if you are not showing a little bit of the passion for it, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, and actually, a lot of people come to me who have a strong, like, capital P purpose, but they're having a hard time bringing that down into what they do day to day, which, you know, small p is the things that you do in your day to day. And, um, you know, I had a financial planner client who is a fantastic financial planner, got a lot of referrals, but he had extended his personal network. And now he had to take this basically what hit the company that he worked for had this training for how you market yourself and figure out how to actually do that. And he's kind of a wallflower guy. He doesn't really shine in social situations. And if you're anybody who's going to a networking event, I think without purpose, what you're going to do is you're going to have social anxiety. Yeah. You're going to feel like all of a sudden you don't know who you are. You don't want to be there. And, and all you can focus on is what should I say? Who am I? Oh, my gosh, I don't know what's going on. And in general, when you don't have purpose in your life, you're struggling with anxiety because you're not knowing how to just chill out, <laughs> you know, how to be OK with where you're at and what you're intending to do. And so words don't come to you because you're fo you're worried. Yeah. Um. So, you know, with the financial planner, First of all, we had to give him what was his focus for being there? What was his purpose for being there? And then how did that relate to the things that he said? And, you know, people, we don't often think about how our communication is related to what our goals are. So if you walk into a networking event and it's all about making money, people are not going to want to talk to you. <laughs> you know, so you've got to break <laughs> down that finding clients into step by step. Well, first, you got to connect with people and you got to understand who they are and where they're coming from. And well, you can't really do that as long as you're trying to figure out who you are and what you have to say, right? You're just all stuck up in your head. So people without purpose, you know, they have anxiety at social events. They struggle to make decisions and because they're not knowing who they are and what they're trying to do. They don't have any relationship to something that's guiding them. And people with purpose, they're intentional, they understand what they're doing, and the words come easier, and it's easier to connect with other people. 
I think it, I think you think about it like this: the sun, its purpose is to rise in the morning and set in the evening. That's like big capital P purpose, and so many things depend on the sun doing that. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> um, as right. humans, like that's harder to actually figure out what our capital P purpose is. We kind of have to invent it. It has to come from somewhere, and that's why we have religion. That's why we have spiritual practices. But you can also, it doesn't have to be a religious or a spiritual thing. It can just be something that you feel called to do. Ping pong. Like ping pong. I'm serious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And well, so tell me, how does ping pong make you feel purposeful? You know, uh, it's something you said earlier. And one of the things you said earlier had to do with um, almost almost having a focus, but having a focus with something you truly enjoy doing. And it's not that I didn't have to learn some skill. Of course, I did. But even when I lose, I don't lose my passion. See? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't really, I, I mean, you know, it's not about winning and losing anymore. Uh, there's so much that I enjoy about playing. And I will guarantee you that I play much better when I don't think about that wo- that one point mm-hmm. or that next point. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you're talking about. It's really getting a sense or identifying you know, that thing that is so calling you forward, but maybe you can't do it yourself. Many of us can't do it yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know that I would feel that way about what, I do, what I'm doing right here with you. I did not do this myself. I dialed the wrong phone number. Mm-hmm. But when I got behind the mic, I knew it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what you do to help people, though? Identify and hone in on those things. Yeah, yeah. You know, and... Um, I think there's a bunch of things in how you describe the the way that you relate to the ping pong. But the way that I would say how it's like, you know, we have to have other outlets in our life to express ourselves that may or may not be directly related to how we get paid. You know, for for me, I do a lot of acting and comedy, and those things give me a space to be very emotional and very over the top so that when I show up for my clients and I have to be over the top, I have it within me. I'm not just coming out of nowhere. You know, I'm practiced in that. And so, you know, I would imagine for 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 you, you yeah. know, you got to go the extra mile with people. It's it's you know, you got to be able to go back and forth and banter with them. So I can see how ping pong would help you be more purposeful. You know, you're doing ping pong, you're strengthening that back and forth, that back and forth, that back and yeah. forth talking muscles, right? Um, totally. <laughs> uh, and then I think you know the, the 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 next thing that you had said, which was you know not focusing on winning or losing, that's really getting at the second aspect of passion, which is perseverance. And perseverance is the frequency and consistency at which you pursue your goals. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I love perseverance. My my mom taught me about perseverance. Awesome. It wasn't pretty, though, all the time, mm-hmm. but I'm very grateful for it. What is it about perseverance that relates to passion? And what happens when you put these together? Let's take a short break. Jen Morgan's in the house. Fasten your seatbelt. Like I said before, you want to call in? You got a question? You got a comment? Uh <laughs> Our New York buddy out there, 1-800-930-2819. Joe. Joe, from where, though? Bronx, Brooklyn? Oh, yeah, where? Help us, Where? (laughs) Come on, I'm a Bronx girl. 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
calling all Intuits, healers, and readers. You are invited to the Women of Wisdom Fall Festival. Join us as we celebrate the bounty of our Mother Earth on October 1st at North Seattle Community College. We're looking for a variety of practitioners and experts in the art of energy healings, intuitive readings, and body work. If you are a reader, healer, or an artisan selling handmade arts and crafts, we invite you to share your gifts with the Women of Wisdom community. Go to womenofwisdom.org to apply. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Would you like to experience life-transforming adventures in personal expansion and world service? If you do, tune in to learn about magical innate abilities that you can develop and use to make your dreams come true. Joy Elaine is author of The Joy Chronicles, and she's inviting you and millions of others to join her in working with galactic masters, angels, and the Ashtar Command as they assist humanity and planet Earth to achieve their ultimate destination of ascension. For more information about this upcoming event and broadcast, visit joyelaine.com. That's joy, E-L-A-I-N-E, dot com. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong. For the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease, we are not going to let you down. We're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio. The message will continue. The conversations will become stronger and the healing epic. Are you ready to thread your life with intuition? Intuit Apparel can help you do just that. This is not just about a piece of clothing. This is about a movement, an awakening, and staying centered in life. Your life. Intuitive and host of the radio show, Get Into It, Lynn Brown, was given this image with the intention of a clothing line designed to represent the essence of life itself. Visit IntuitApparel.com now and wear your intuition with pride. Get ready to rid yourself of all that is weighing you down and holding you back from living the life you want for yourself. Coming Clean, The Art of Transparency with Katherine Moss is a hit show for women in recovery who are ready to live life on purpose. Tune in and let Katherine help you live your truth one day at a time. Live each Tuesday, 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
Wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tuning in to Radically Distinct Radio with Jen Morgan. She's sitting right across from me here. Be your most powerful brand. How? Well, you're going to hear about the RAD method. And we're, we're kicking that off by looking at passion. Access your passion. She's talking about that today. She's got, you know, some really cool things planned to help all of us get through understanding and activating that in our lives in so many ways. Um, but before we go on to perseverance, perseverance, I can still hear the ticket at ping pong ball, how many millions <laughs> of times I've had to hit that thing. Um, how can people find out more about you? Yeah, come on over to my website, jenmorgan.com. That's Jen with two N's, morgan.com. Or you can give me a call, 206-972-5366. Yeah. Well, let's pop it into perseverance, and then we're going to talk about living truthfully as well. Okay, perseverance. may have to skip the next break, too, to get this in, because I don't want to leave anything out. Mm-hmm. Perseverance. Um, you know, people don't associate perseverance with passion very much. But, you know, when I hear you talk about it, it's just right there. For folks listening, what what is your definition of it and how has it come to the forefront and being radically distinct? Well, if, you know, purpose is all about when you're having anxiety and you can't figure out how to get a hold of that and you're just spinning out all of your emotional energy all over the mm. place, right? That's what we, purpose kind of grounds you down and focuses you. Perseverance, you know, when you've lost the motivation to get out of bed, <laughs> yeah. it's usually because you've suffered so many losses that you just can't figure out how to find within yourself that desire to try again, you know. So perseverance is, I think people often think it, you either have it or you don't have it. Yeah. And it's, I think it's a better way to look at it is that it's a muscle that you can build and it gets out of shape when you get beat down quite a bit. It's it's quite a normal thing. And perseverance is frequency and consistent consistency at which you pursue your goals. So somebody with the ability to persevere they can focus on things that they can control. You're you're playing to win. Your focus is not win or lose. Your focus is on, you know, these are the things that I can do. I can't control the outcome, but I can control myself. I can control how I show up. I can control what I focus on. Uh, lo- losses and, and when people maybe in dating, for example, you get mm-hmm. rejected, those things are going to happen and they're going to hurt. But what do you do next? You know, do you jump? Do you get back in the game or do you take yourself out for a few years? Mm. You know, that's having perseverance. It's playing to win. Without perseverance, you're playing to not lose, which is to let your fears take you out of the game before you've even gotten to the starting line. Uh, challenges become proof that you can't be successful. So why even try? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you find yourself showing up with less and less passion and then you're less and less successful, and you're just kind of creating this self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, and I love that you. we keep saying less and less and less and less and less and less, mm-hmm. because that is really a picture in itself. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea of having passion and then equating that with less and less and less, because we don't have the tools to understand even how to build that muscle, is really key. You know, how do we build a muscle? I mean, I know I've got stories. I know you've got stories. And even when you say the word perseverance, people are like, oh, really? Well, yeah, but it's not as really gigantic and hard to realize for yourself, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, weren't we just talking about sports and Betty was just talking? We were talking about hockey and stuff during a break. Yeah. I think what we need is developmental goals to focus on uh, outside of the win mm-hmm. or lose. You know, what are you, what's your focus? Um, me personally, I have been working for the last few months on being having my 
sounding more emotional when I'm on the mic because this is very scary for me. I know maybe many of you are listening in. This you, you think, oh, she's so confident. Look how she puts herself out there in the world. But the more I've stepped out further and further in the world, I've had to work on that. I've had mm-hmm. to not lose connection to my passion when I get in, on, in like scarier and scarier situations. It's something that I, it's an actual thing. <laughs> People do it, and you, the higher you try to excel, the more you have to get other people around you to help you create things that you can actually focus on instead of taking yourself out. You have a client who came to me and he had just gotten a really an awesome job and he did a great job of negotiating for his salary. And when he came to me, he <laughs> said, Jen, I just need to not get fired for the next three months. Wow. And I said, wow. oh my gosh, you just need to not get fired? So you're just going to show up put your head down and like basically become a nobody in the back room. <laughs> wow. And um, so I said, well, why not? What, like, what else is going on? And eventually I found out that the CF, the CTO, he's a technology, he's a, what we call a programmer, a programmer who is a, it's a different style of programmer, a software engineer. And he found, we found out that the, the chief technology, technology officer had just left. He got fired. There's nobody there to replace him. And so I said, well, well, why not play to get that job? I mean, you may not get that job, but why not show up every day as if you have that job? You know, what would that do? And, you know, I could just see him thinking differently. You know, what, how he shows up to work completely changed. Instead of laying low and being quiet, which would have, kept, which would have made him be that unrelatable computer guy in the back corner. Right. Now what he does is he has this way of holding himself like, is this worth my time? If this is worth my time, then I will focus on it. But you know what my hourly, he doesn't say these things, but you know what my hourly rate is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my hourly rate is high. And, you know, it's a way of holding himself. It creates a, you know, somewhat of a, maybe you might think arrogant way of showing up in the world, but it actually shows him that he can, he can really think about how, how he spends every single minute of his day relates to the goals of the company. And so when he showed up for his three-month review, he was able to compare himself individually and what he accomplished versus this team of 10 other consultants who are all external consultants who are working on the same program. He blew him out of the water. Mm-hmm. He told me that the pie chart for what they did versus what he did was like they had like this little teeny t- tiny diet slice <laughs> versus exactly. his giant pie. So that's the idea. You know, I think perseverance really comes from the focus on playing to win instead of playing to not lose. Mm-hmm. Well, I think one of the things you're talking about is the idea of of being in the place of, of perseverance with confidence. Mm-hmm. See, I think that we get, we get confused sometimes between confidence and arrogance. Mm-hmm. And there's a level of humility that you can have in the way you show up and persevere. I mean, we see it in the way we practice for life. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. those are different energies. I mean, they might look similar to some people, um, but confidence is essential mm-hmm. in not just perseverance, but what we're talking about. Right. Having yeah. that confidence, you know, being confident in what you're saying yes to is important, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, knowing what you're trying to do is what helps you be confident. Right. And oftentimes we walk into a room and we're just trying to get everyone to like us. Mm -hmm. You can't control their people and what they think about you. It's just not possible. So it's sort of like you're trying to play a game that you really just cannot win. (laughs) So let's not play the games we can't win. What we can do here is say, you know, what, my intention is to be able to make a big impact in this organization. And I know how I can do that. I can focus on these specific activities. And that gives you confidence versus you know, he's if he focused only on getting that job, which mm-hmm. is which would be unrealistic, right? It's it, the goal is not that he 
gets that job. The goal is that he shows up as somebody worthy of that job because they hired him at a rate that was higher than other people who are at a certain level, you know? And so how can he show up confidently? Well, he has to focus on what his time is worth. It just is a different mindset. It's a different way of focusing on how your attitude affects how you show up in the world. Well, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is sometimes when we're in the the flow of perseverance, as you said, frequency and consistency, and those are not the same. Right. You know, we think they're the same. You know, we think frequency and consistency are are not the same. I know from my little table tennis analogy that they're not the same, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right. And Benny was just kind of doing in uh, looking at an example of that. Yeah. You can hit the ball a hundred times in a very short period of time. I mean, minutes, but that's frequency. Now here's consistency because I got schooled <laughs> the other day by a guy that c- couldn't even say my name. Right. Mm hmm. Uh, Because I play with folks from different countries Mm -hmm. and he showed me and he used his hands to show me where he wanted me to hit the ball. (laughs) And he was and when he first started showing me, he was very kindly like here, like gently. After about three minutes where I could not hit the ball there, (laughs) he was like banging on the table here because I had the frequency of doing it, but I didn't have the consistency to hit it there. Finally, the guy that runs place came over and he t- said he drew a circle on the table. <laughs> you're like, I know what you're saying. I'm just not being able to. But do what it. he did was he drew a circle five inches to the right. Okay. And he told me to aim there. And then you hit it. And then I hit it where the other guy wanted me yeah, to go. Got it. Got it. That makes sense. I totally used to do that. I get that. I get that. Yeah. I would. But that's the difference, isn't it? Yeah. I, the way that I think about them, um, your frequency is your manifestation style. Mm. So this woman who advises me sometimes on projects asked me not just the other day, Jen, are you a sprinter or a marathon runner? <laughs> and I'm clearly a marathon runner. If you force me to do a sprinting activity in like my work, I will. I will just. I will be very upset with you. Now, I have to work on that because you do need to be able to move quickly and you do do all these things. But really, in the long run, I think fast is consistent over a long period of time. So I'm a marathon personality. That's your manifestation style. It's how you naturally do things. Are you a person who waits until the last minute and then all of a sudden you're like Speedy Gonzalez and gets the thing done? That stresses a lot of people out, I have to tell you. But (laughs) it is a style. And Or are you somebody who slowly, methodically, you know, makes little tiny movements, develops certain things at certain pace and then after a while it looks like you move really fast you know that's more like me that's like frequency it's like how do you manifest and then consistency is what you're trying to do with perseverance is find a frequency that you can be consistent at so you want to consistently hit the ball in one place right or you want to consistently go to this marketing event and when you do things consistently people start to trust you so if And that's how we end up with a reputation and things like that. So if I want someone to come to me because they want to create like some big changes in their life and what they really need is somebody to help them with a consistent momentum, right? I'm I'm going to be a good person for them because I can can do that and I have a track record for doing that. That's consistency, how you consistently show up in the world. Yeah, it really is important to do that. I mean, can you imagine if if it were me and, and you now coming on air And we started to be all over the map with the way we showed up for our listeners, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a little bit all over the map sometimes, but it's part of my personality. And that's become, okay, how people expect you to show up. Mm -hmm. And if there wasn't that level of consistency, frequency is us showing up every day and doing this, right? Mm -hmm. But consistently showing up 
sets an expectation, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And doesn't that expectation have to do with understanding there's a level of authenticity and truthfulness that we have to have in all of this? And that's really the third pillar that you talk about, right? Yep, yep. So the third aspect of passion is living... yeah, third aspect. I don't know. These are two words, aspect and pillar, and we have to make sure you use them in the right order. We've only gone over this a million <laughs> times together, right? And yeah, yeah. And I'm the one that just blundered that right there. I think you're the one who told me this is an aspect. I know. I am the one. I did, oh, my gosh. Here we go. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the third aspect is living truthfully. Um, if you have ever found yourself feeling sad and depressed in a world that expects you to be happy, then you understand how hard it is to live truthfully. Uh, I think that this is the hardest one because it's about being honest with yourself about who you are, the role you play, and what you really want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've been socially conditioned to sit down, get in line, and buy what people tell you to. Not to stand up and be unique and <laughs> and, and say things when you want to. You know, we, we've consistently learned how to... Y- Put on a smiley face. Make it everybody believe that everything is okay so we can get the job done. And I, I think it's even more more so for a woman. I think women, because you're the you totally know, keeping the family together, you know, you got you got challenges going on, but you got these little kitties and you gotta help them move along. And we just naturally have like culturally exhumed and we as women, we just all of a sudden we do is we find ourselves in this imposter. You know, where on the outside, it looks like we got our entire life together. Our kids are beautiful. we got a great family. We have a great job also. How? I don't know. And inside, we just don't even know who we are anymore. Um, I know. When I got hit in the head with this ping pong ball, <laughs> that ball had to be coming at close to 80 miles an hour, right? Mm-hmm. I just sucked it up. And yeah. I was like, okay, my point, right? <laughs> right? I'm telling you, it hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Blood coming down my face a little bit from the little <laughs> hole right there. But, you know, you're right about that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not, I'm not going to show anybody I'm hurt. I just used my shirt and I wiped it off and I kept going. Right. And, I mean, obviously you were okay to continue playing. But, you know, in some situations, somebody might have actually really had maybe a concussion or something and they really needed to stop mm-hmm. play. I mean, mm-hmm. that's like a simple example of, of living truthfully. But it gets more complicated, I think, when you're over time, right, mm-hmm. where maybe you've for a long time not been happy with the situation. Maybe it's a job you're at or a relationship you're in and you find yourself going through the motions like a robot. You don't even really know who the people are around you anymore. And you spend so much time trying to keep this perception that you've invented about yourself that after a while, the only way to keep the perception up is to live in this place of denial. And then what you do is you end up with these like masks that you put on for certain situations. And it's like an automatic behavior. And it's harder to get out of the behavior than it was to even create the Mm. thing in the first place. So, you know, that's what happens when you're not living truthfully. And it it causes a struggle to feel satisfied in your life because you really don't know what to look for. You don't really know why you're doing what you're doing. And so how do I know if happiness or success or satisfaction has showed up? Whereas when you're living truthfully, what you're doing is getting honest with who you are, what you want, the role that you're actually playing in the world. And that allows you to come across to other people as authentic. You're therefore more effective with them. And it's easier for you to create the vision that you have of success because other people are, you know, more enrolled in mm-hmm. who you are. And I think, you know, when I, I started out talking to you about how, you know, I, I would, in 2009, I had produced one of the biggest campaigns I got really depressed. The recession hit. It was just sort of like a country music song, right? I know. Just like one thing after another. Um, you know, I think I, I ended up starting this mastermind group 
And the whole, one of the most fascinating things to me about it was how much all of us had, had needed to work on what mattered to us. Mm-hmm. Um, we need other people to help us totally see what do. matters to us. Yeah. I was thinking about this, you know, when we're when we're trying to figure out what really matters to us and we're depressed and we don't have a lot of energy, <laughs> it's really hard to bounce back ideas that go anywhere. You know, if you think about you can play tennis by yourself by hitting the ball back and forth against the wall. But if you don't have any energy to pick up the ball in the first place, then I mean you're not gonna get a very good it's not gonna be a very good partner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So I think living truthfully is really about getting other people around you to get into these conversations that get to the root of what matters to you. And it's scary because being passionate is scary. You're going to have to deal with all these emotions that are messy. And Um, not everybody's going to get on board. Yeah. Not everybody's going to get on board with your passion. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, you, you know, if you think about it, there's this whole notion of not really, you know, slipping your passion out before you're ready to get the handle the feedback on it either. I mean, that's another dimension to it. Mm-hmm. It's like you may be the happiest, you, you know, you are the happiest kid on the block about what you're passionate about. And people are looking at you and saying, dude, you should get a real, get a real job. Well, that's true. And when you're when things are hard for you and people say things like that, they, they hurt. You know, it's like mm-hmm. especially when you're trying to get yourself back up after a loss. And you gotta, you do have to be really careful with who you let in when you're in those places of yeah. like coming back, right? You do, you do have to do that. But you know, part of living truthfully is about recognizing that you're not about. It's not about playing nice. It's not about anybody else. It's about what is true for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, I notice that the more seriously you take yourself, the more seriously other people you are. So if you're having a hard time getting people to listen to you. Like, take a look at yourself. Like, are you really being serious about who you are? Or are you just really downplaying what you're capable of? Yeah. Because if you're not taking yourself seriously, I'm not going to take you seriously, you know? So I think that that's like the way that you have to think about living truthfully. You want people to respect you. Do you respect yourself and what you're meant to be doing here and what you're capable of? And when you do, you make decisions differently. You show up in the world differently. And you might be afraid. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Dealing with <laughs> some of the stuff <laughs> you have to deal with to get up in the world and say, hey, my name's Jen Morgan. I empower people to be radically distinct. No kidding, right? I mean, who the heck am I? <laughs> right. No, <laughs> you I know? know. So you've got to go through these things, these feelings that all these these doubts that you have in, that I have in my head that are in conflict with my heart and like mend them like internally. And that's just all about me being honest with myself. And I couldn't have done that, you know, without people like Dr. Pat and uh, other my coaches and different people in my life to just constantly reflect back what they see, which I can tell you is not at all what I always see. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, it is true. Yeah. Having other people. I mean, I wasn't joking when I said that the guy that runs the place, the ping pong place here up in Everett, walked over to me and literally got behind me. And took my hand and showed me, he said, this is what you're doing. Don't do this anymore. (laughs) And I got to tell you, for the entire time, he was watching me and would tell me, you're doing it again. You're doing it again. And and he showed me one thing changed my entire stroke and my entire play. One thing. But, you know, you said something interesting. If I'm not willing to get that feedback and listen to it, Mm -hmm. like, let's say I got a little attitude about it. I would continue to do the same old, same old, same old, same old, Mm -hmm. right? And isn't that why people, you know, seek you out to work with you? Because they want their brand and their message into the world to literally represent the fullness of their passion. Isn't that true, though? Yeah, people do not want to go out into the world feeling like they're an imposter. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
it's already scary enough to put yourself out there. The last thing you want to do is then have something come back at you that isn't at all what you intended, you know? And so I think there's a bunch of different reasons that you need to have someone like me around you. And a lot of that is to understand the feedback you're getting. Uh, Oftentimes people, they'll share things with people who, you know, have some ideas about marketing and some ideas about business. And then they'll just completely destroy something that was incredibly insightful. And we just haven't figured it all out yet, you know? And so I think it's really important. You need to have the space for somebody to understand who you are, what you're capable of, and what your idea is. And then what we do is we're trying to figure out how to, you know, how to how to mix that in the right ingredients to get it to adapt into the world. And you can't say there's nobody who can tell you what you can and cannot do. You, you're the only one who can do that because you have a certain expertise and a certain way of seeing the world. And I, I'm not going to be able to tell you what you can see, but I can help you find words mm-hmm. for how you feel and what your expertise is. And from there, we can then go have a negotiation with people, potential buyers, potential mates, things like that. And then you got to sort through the information you get back. If you do it all by yourself, you're going to distort it based on your fears. And if you have somebody to, to talk to you about it, it might not be that I have the right, the exact thing, but an objective perspective of what you're trying to figure out gives you the space to be able to think about one perspective versus another perspective and which one's right for you. And I know we're going to talk about this and when we go through the rad method, we're going to talk about it more. Mm-hmm. But we're each a choice. You know, you work with people all over the world and you can the only thing you can do, just like me, you know, we can sit down with somebody and say, listen, we know this works. Please put this up on your website. This is how the radio page should look. Mm-hmm. The ball's, though, in your court, my court. Mm-hmm. And we can't take people to a place they don't want to go. That's so true. Isn't it? Yeah. And that's why it's really important it to start with what really matters to you. Because as your strategist or, you know, as your as your radio talent development person, you know, as your coach, it's really hard to get someone to move forward right. if you're not sure what is what is it that really matters to them. Because I have to constantly attach my ideas to what matters to them. You know, you want to go out into the world and you want to be perceived as a leader. Okay. This is the type of marketing plan that you're going to have. And here's how it relates to what your skill set is. And they might not like it. <laughs> That's right. No, I, I know. <laughs> and they may not like it and they may not do it. And then, you know, you got to have the husband to be able to step away. Yeah. I mean, we do the stepping away thing all the time. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you should be at our, some of our staff meetings yeah. because, you know, inevitably you get this and I get this where people show up and say, I am not getting the results I wanted. Mm hmm. What are you doing? And we're like, okay, could you just please make one simple change and we guarantee things will change. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, they're going to do it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you help people stay in the place of wholeness and excellence, whatever the outcome. Yeah. I like to say that I help people raise their own bar. <laughs> you know, it's like you want to have something that you can hold as consistent and I'll hold that consistent place for you. And then I'll help you get there. I'm not just going to create a bar that you can't achieve. We're mm-hmm. just going to create a bar, a consistent thing that we can move towards. And we're going to try to get that work in the details until we get you performing there. <laughs> uh Oh, details. That's the, that's another show we're going to do. <laughs> Jen, thank you for today. One last question. Personal message. Please give out your website again. Thank you so much for today. OK, so there's lots of benefits for showing up in the world passionately. It's greater you have a greater ease to create the things in your life and you're a better communicator which means you make more fulfilling relationships and whether it's in business or in life and you're able to create easier when you have other people around you to help you create those things it can be scary and challenging but what other option do you have (laughs) I mean literally technology is changing the world at such a dizzying pace 
If you aren't reinventing yourself right now and thinking about what's next, you're going to be playing catch up for a really long time. If you need some help, come to my website, jenmorgan.com. That's jenmorgan.com. I mean, that's Jen with two N's. <laughs> I think I Jen that with two up. N's, Morgan.com. Yeah, we like it. We like it. This will end up what? What do we call them? The bloopers. No, no, no. Just kidding. <laughs> the blooper ending. The blooper ending. JenMorgan.com, everyone. We'll see you next time. Another hour on Transformation Talk Radio coming up. Hey, thank you for tuning in to Radically Distinct Radio. I don't want you to miss an episode, so subscribe to Radically Distinct Radio on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. And if you can, please rate and review the show on iTunes. Stay connected to me. Sign up for my newsletter on my website, JenMorgan.com. Follow at Radically Distinct on Instagram and Facebook. And tweet with me at, at JenMorganBrand. Until next time, I'm Jen Morgan, reminding you to be radically distinct.